were sitting outside on a picnic table in a deserted landscape. Kind of feels like the moon. It's called... Not really. There are a bunch of plants. There are some plants. But we're out here in El Mal Pais. You pronounced And Kennedy is going to tell us about the geology that she's learned about. Yeah. So... For school, we're doing a whole project on geology and stuff, so we went here, and this is really cool, because there's like lava flows and caves and arches. We haven't seen the arches? Yet. Yet. Yeah. We haven't seen any caves yet, though we saw little ones. Yeah, we only saw little ones. There might probably not have been bigger caves. Yep. I can't wait to go caving. Yeah. What else did we learn about? We learned about how, um, I learned about toes. Toes are when, um, lava pushes out of half-cooled, of semi-cooled lava, and creates, like, little bubbles. They go, Those are toes, huh? Yeah, that's what they're called, toads. Cool. Toads or toes? Toes. Like, you got 20 fingers and toes. We also learned about how uh, there are uh, sinkholes in the lava, and the lava is like a hundred feet deep. There are crev crevasses is that are like go all the way down. It's crazy. All right, Tucker, what do you have to say? Um. Well, I like the hike. And the walk because it just, it let you see cool new things like lava, sinkholes, lava bowl, and it just, it, it, it was really fun. Yeah. You. Me. Um, I think it's interesting. You go for a uh, one mile hike around some lava beds and the conversation instantly turns to going to Hawaii. <laughs> Not satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very cool, but apparently for the kids, this was not enough. We need more. They're like, we want to see red lava. Lava in action. Lava in action. Did you have something else, Kennedy? Yeah. Um, uh, on a Bill Nye video I watched, he tore open semi-cooled lava. What was inside? Red, hot, red, hot, and red also. Did he touch Lava. it? Lava. No, that would burn him. And then it was like, ooh, and it created more toes. It was ah. so cool. I wish I could see that for reals. All right, cool. Well, maybe we will see that for real. Yay. All right, everybody say goodbye. Signing out from Bye. El Malpais, Lava Falls, Picnic Town. Bye. Everybody, it's Amy, Kennedy, Tucker, and Chris. We're here at El Moro Campground filming with the Zoom mic, trying to test it out, see if we can get some chirping birds or woodpeckers in the background. So in case we sound like we're in a tunnel, it's because we're, we're using the mic on the Zoom. You want to say hello, Kennedy? Hello, everybody. Hi. That's Tucker. <laughs> and 
Here's Chris. <laughs> we're we all have, here. We're all here, and we have our uh, our mic with our big hairy head, <laughs> upside down beard. And and, and Dad's like laptop isn't is closed. Dad's laptop is closed for this this episode of our podcast. Yeah. So what did we do yesterday? We went and we cave cave. We caved. We caved. recorded at the picnic table outside of the, the lava falls. Then we drove to the ranger station, the visitor center, El Malpais Visitor Center. And what did we do there? We, uh, we decontaminated our shoes. Yeah, we decontaminated our shoes with Lysol. Do you remember? Professional Lysol. grade. Professional grade. Kennedy, why? Did we decontaminate our so shoes? So we went, since we've been in another cave, so we went bring white nose syndrome yeah. into the cave, which is killing most of the bats in Texas and a lot of them on the East Coast. So they e just wanted to be really careful. We saw some bats too. But so we had to decontaminate because we'd been in a cave with our shoes. Yeah, Carlsbad Caverns. And even though probably Carlsbad doesn't have white nose syndrome, and we still wanted to be careful. It was interesting. We told him two years ago, and he's like, oh, two years ago, let's get those things decontaminated. <laughs> I thought two years might be enough of, uh, you know, two years and what? Two years. 100, 200 miles on our boots. Dust and rocks and, and mud. Nope, he's like. Nah, better to be safe than sorry. I think that's, that's, uh, that's the approach. All right, so we decontaminated our shoes. What else did we do? We went caving and we saw some bats. But there were, there were requirements to go caving, right? Yeah, you had to uh, have a helmet and gloves and maybe knee pads. And a permit. So we had, to, we had to go to the visitor center and fill out our permit and learn the rules. What are the rules? Don't touch anything. Stay on the path. I didn't read the rules. <laughs> you didn't read <laughs> the rules. Now I know the rules. The big thing was... Make sure we're not decontaminating anything and damaging anything. Not being, contaminating anything. Not contaminating anything and not damaging anything and being respectful to the cave. Especially the bats. Don't take anything. Don't leave anything. Leave without a, or a visit without a trace, basically, in the cave. So leave no trace. I'm so, curious. So when the ranger was encouraging us to get helmets, what was your thinking? Like, I was thinking we're not going to do it. <laughs> I was not, like, no, no, I mean, not, we don't have any room in the car for helmets. <laughs> <laughs> not going to, meaning not get helmets, but still go caving or not go caving? I was channeling a little bit of my dad there and thinking we might just go in and not have helmets. Uh, but then I was like, well, or we maybe just shouldn't go caving. But I don't think we would have gone very far if we hadn't had helmets. I will tell you that I was channeling that scent like, oh, come on. I've been, I can do this. I don't need a helmet, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't need no stinking helmet. I don't need no stinking helmet. But I, I was in 10 feet, 15 feet, and I really was happy to have that helmet on. I felt so much safer um, having that helmet on. So basically strongly encourage having a helmet when you go caving. Uh, I'd say it's pretty much a requirement. I, I definitely would have had blood on my head if I hadn't had the helmet. I was first, so I was leading the way, and 
I was busy looking down at uh, rocks that were moving around and not paying attention to my head at all. And, and Tucker can attest to the potential for injury. He he almost didn't go because he hurt his knee. Right, Tuck? Mm-hmm. How, how did you hurt your knee? Well, I hit it on a boulder. That's, that's, I hit it on the, the sharp part of the boulder. What did, what did you learn from doing that? Pay attention to where you're walking. Oh. Take it nice and slow. Yeah, I was. We had to go down a ladder, so. Yeah, we had to go down about a 10-foot ladder. Yep, I hit my head on that one. Oh, you did? I did, multiple times. Both yeah, up and too. down. Oh, you hit your head on the on the on the rock above the yeah, ladder. Yeah, it was like yeah, like bang. Yeah, bang. Yeah, having having not done that before, it was pretty serious. I I was impressed at the the how scared I was <laughs> because it was really dark. I mean, I expected it to be dark, but I didn't realize just how bad my headlamp was and how little light we were gonna be able to. Yeah. I mean, how much light you really need to be able to walk and um, navigate all of the the unstable rocks and the walls and the ceiling all at once. And that, that's a lot of light to see up, down, and all around. Yeah. I, emotionally I, is what surprised me because I have no claustrophobic in me and never. But I was a little weirded out. I was a little creeped out. Uh, there were a couple times I saw a dark rock amongst light rocks and I was like ah, what's that? Vampire. Exactly. There was a little bit of just and I was really surprised at how kind of little bit creeped out I was and, and then Well hey we're still alive so We made it except yeah. uh, you can understand why I was a little like Wendy and Scooby Doo when that bat flew by my head. Exactly. Twice. <laughs> I would go back. I would go all the way through through the tiny passages. Yeah, Kennedy isn't satisfied with going most of the way. We didn't go the whole way because we got through the the we got through a couple of skinny parts. We went down the ladder, but then the final skinny part was uh, uh, no, no, three no. and a half foot diameter no, hole. No, it wasn't that no. bad, Bob. It was really yeah. not that bad. You're exaggerating. It, in your mind. it was. It was actually pretty. It amazing. wasn't really it was, because it was so skinny. It was mostly because um, Kennedy told us that if we see a bat, we should get out of the cave immediately. And so. we saw multiple bats. So. Yeah. Uh, however, that was definitely an excuse. We were turning around regardless if we would have seen that oh, bat or not. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at that going, so my, my attitude was, Amy is going to be creeped out. A Amy does have claustrophobia, so anything she can do, I can do better. <laughs> oh, wait, is that Kennedy or you? <laughs> <laughs> like daughter, like father? <laughs> yeah, I was probably not going to go through that hole, and we didn't have knee pads because we couldn't find any at Walmart, so. And we didn't really look. We And. We did. I had I had really thin pants on. I had just I had thin nylon pants on. So I, at, walking on those rocks is one thing with hiking boots, but I, I crawling had, is a different story. I had holes in my pants, so. Yeah, Tucker, <laughs> me and Tucker would have been left behind. But I'm glad we all stayed together because I don't think we had enough light for, for us to be, hanging around, yeah, by ourselves, separated. I would definitely say next time get some spelunking headlamps. Yeah, spelunking headlamps. 
head uh, headgear, so a helmet and knee pads and gloves. We loved having gloves. We wish we had knee pads and we were, I don't think I would have done it without a helmet. Um, so after the cave, we took a little walk to the cinder cone that created the lava tube. So this cave was a lava tube. Slash cave. Slash cave. It had a, a big intestine and a small intestine. We made it through the big intestine, but not the small intestine. But there were other caves that were around there too that are closed, all created because of the um, lava tubes, the lava flows that happened here in El Malpais. Uh, well, the bat cave wasn't the bat cave wasn't really um, like a surprise to us because bat cave clo is closed year round because that's where the majority of the bats live. How do you know that? Well, not majority, but it's called bat cave. Okay. And it's closed year-round, so... You think it's closed because there are bats inside? Yeah. I know it's closed because there are bats inside. How do you know? I read the sign. Oh, you read the sign. <laughs> I read the sign! <laughs> okay, Enjoy so we walked to the cinder cone, and we saw where all the lava started that made the lava tubes that we climbed through. Um, we couldn't... The only cave that was open was the Xenolith cave, which is where we went. The other caves were off of an impassable road because it's the spring, and they, they got snow yesterday or the day before yesterday and uh yesterday yeah what did we snow. find out about the 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 cinder cone it spews cinders el calderon what color were it, the cinders red and black there are two eruptions one was red and because it had more oxygen i mean iron in it and it got oxidized and the other was black what else did it spew tucker Lava bombs that would literally go up and wrap around trees. And create horseshoe shapes. Yeah. yeah Which I've I, I find that a not very interesting name for a thing that wrap around, wraps around trees because lava bombs, ex bombs explode. Bombs should explode. Yeah, lava bombs twist. So, so isn't it called a bomb because it explodes out of the... The, oh, that, the I didn't think about that. I did yeah. not. Yeah. I, I liked the crater. So when we were walking up, it just looked like a mountain. And we kind of came around a corner, and all of a sudden there was this massive crater. And I think that the most amazing part is that the crater was filled with growth, probably more trees and more plants and green than anywhere we had walked by. And obviously, it's because it gets more water and stuff. Yeah, but, uh, it's a bowl, so it slides into the bowl. The water, the water slides sits in the bottom of the bowl. Yeah, so then the plants have more water, and they can grow bigger and taller than these pygmy trees. These are Ooh, pygmies. There yes, was also a, um, a a tree called the pine brush, pine, pine pinion pine, pinion pine. Yeah, and it's got these little bugs, and they were killing. And me and my sister, we, we, uh, we squish, squish some. You squish the bugs to save the trees. Mhm. Mm <laughs> Way to go, tree hugger, tree hugger, bug killing kids. So we got back in the car. We got back to the car probably at about six o'clock, after our jaunt over to the lava falls, and then through Walmart getting our permit, decontaminating our shoes, walking through the cave, walking to the cinder cone, and uh, had nowhere. We had no plan. <laughs> we didn't know where we were going to stay. Um, 
We passed a campground in El Mal Pais. Um, and uh, and it turns it. out it, it was free. Well, not that one. Oh, well, the one we're staying at right now is free. Yeah. But the downside of it is it had no water. Yeah, so we drove about 20 miles down the road to El Moro National Monument. Which has been a monument since 1906 it out has, here in northwest uh, New Mexico, which surprised me. Has, it has uh, inscriptions from people back to the conquistadores and even uh, and the ancient people. Yeah. Um, so we haven't gone there yet because we got here after the it was close. So you drive in and you can go one way to the visitor center and one way to the campground. The way to the visitor center was gated. Can't even go that way after five o'clock. And then the, the campground is pretty open. It only has nine sites and there were three people here. So we grabbed a site in the very windy, cold, cold wait, wind. Wait, what? We're, we're not in El Malpais? No, we're nope. in El Moro. We're in El Moro. Oh! That's it for our uh, little podcast from Camp Moro. And uh, we'll see you at the next stop, wherever that may be, on our spring break adventures. Yeah.